0: Start off the new year by investing in your financial health. Radiant Credit Union now has a great balance transfer offer of 0% interest for the first six months and great low rates for all of your purchases. The average American has $5,500 in credit card debt and the average interest rate continues to go up. It's over 16%. That adds up to almost $900 per year. Just in interest if your credit card debt feels overwhelming and you just need a little breathing room switch to radiant and get six months of zero percent interest and great low rates for all your purchases plus there are no balance transfer fees and no annual fees you can complete the entire process through their website and in less than 15 minutes you can be saving money and starting off 2022 right visit radiantcu.org slash transfer
1: for details radiant is federally insured by the ncua a new year A new you that's what we all like to say and of course we all want this one to be better than the last but as you get out there and you try to make 2022 the best for you be careful there's lots of unknowns out there that will try and trip you up but if you happen to trip on that hike through the Grand Canyon bust your back trying to set a PR on the weight rack or tweak a hammy trying to finish that 5k there's a place in town that'll get you all checked out and back at it in no time the staff at Titan MRI have been scanning the people of North Central Florida for more than 20 years it's fast it's easy and the average scan time is just 15 minutes so you can get back on your way in no time Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI Center in town and if you're worried about not having insurance don't be that's never a problem at Titan MRI they just want to help you get better and they'll even have your scan read same day located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road and now up in Lake City access is awesome no long walks from a parking garage you can park right out front so get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo
2: and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound action. You can be part of the show by calling 392 Talk. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo uf and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All
0: right. Good. Well, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good day to you, sir. We are here at, um, obviously here at Weimar Hall. Um, uh, Zach Albaverde is going to join me, uh, soon. I, I know he's busy doing some work. Uh, Florida got another commitment just now. um, so we'll talk to him about all the recruiting stuff, but we also do want to talk about all the stuff that happened this weekend. Uh, again, we we did not have a show Friday. It was a combination of things. One was that Jeff could not come in. Um, there was a COVID issue with with his, in his family, so he had some protocol issues there. And then um, I was I had, was kind of ill and we just and we couldn't nobody else could come in we decided to bag friday's show and then you know we thought about bagging today's show because uh, believe it or not my wife on saturday night got very sick and we had to take her into uh the hospital and she's fine she's home she's doing good she had a little surgery and not a little surgery there's no such thing as routine surgery but she's doing great now and uh I'm thinking about her right now. In fact, I was not going to come in, but Kelsey stepped in and said, look, Dad, I got this. You go do your little podcast, your little radio show. Oh, she didn't say it in those words. Uh, but um, uh, I, I can't wait to get back home and um, take care of her for the next few days. She's going to be down for about a week. Um, anyway, uh, so much happened this weekend. It was it was one of the weirdest weekends I've ever been around because I was in the hospital for a long time and I was in emergency room for a long time, but I was also trying to keep track of games because, and I, and at one point I felt kind of guilty. I mean, Karen was coming out of surgery and you can see, you know, at, you uh, have health, you, they post not the name, but the number of the patient. And I knew what her, her number was. And you're like looking at it and it says in surgery, uh, and then all of a sudden, it popped up. Finally, uh, closing, it w- closing. It was closing time, and so they were closing her up for for what they had to do. But um, but I I'm still sitting there looking at my phone, trying to follow these games. So I did not see until two minutes ago the the pass that Stafford threw Cooper Cup to set up the winning field goal. And look, I've been saying this all along, Cooper Cup's. Become my favorite player in the NFL. Um, he was my fantasy guy, and he saved me so many times. And but that, but you know, I'm I'm kind of a, I don't know, medium. Would you say medium Rams fan, but not really a Rams fan. I can't take credit for. It. Like a lot of people gave me hell when I was root. been rooted for the Braves my whole life, and then all of a sudden, I kind of went this year. I go look all these injuries. I'm okay without baseball this year. And then, of course, they win the World Series, so I jumped right back back on. But it's not like I jumped off the bandwagon. It's not like I start rooting against them or anything, but it it still was a lesson. Uh, With the Rams, I totally abandoned them when they moved to St. Louis, and I'm just starting to get back to them. Of course, they're winning, and they're in the uh, NFC Championship game. So we'll talk about those games, some bad decisions that were made, some good decisions that were made, and all the stuff that happened in the NFL playoffs. But we also definitely want to talk about Florida um, men's basketball and Florida women's basketball. Uh, It was an unbelievable weekend in those regards. Now, I will say this, the men's basketball team ran into a team that for some reason, and you'd like to give Florida all the credit in the world for this, but for some reason Vanderbilt decided not to make any baskets in this game. They They had some open looks, and even Mike White after the game talking about it, said uh, repeatedly, you know, and then they got a good look, and luckily they missed. They missed one for us. He said that over and over again, and they missed one for us. So it wasn't like they were playing this exceptional defense. I think they played really good defense, but not this extraordinary defense. It's just that they kept missing shots. Scottie Pippen goes one for ten. Now, some of that was defense. Some of it was he was having a bad night. Some of it was he got in foul trouble in the first half when he played five minutes, and by the time he got back in there, for some reason he couldn't get a rhythm going. Good for Florida. You needed to get that win. I mean, that's what they've been doing. They've been they they've won the three games that you felt that, that were very, very winnable games. Not that I think Mississippi State's not a good team. I just watched Mississippi State beat the crap out of Ole Miss um, in, at the hump. And again, Mississippi State that that was the second road game they were playing against Florida on Wednesday. Second true road game all year. And the crowd seemed to get to them uh, down the stretch. So, okay, fine. But they're they're still a good team, but that was a game Florida needed to win. Certainly the South Carolina game on the road, South Carolina's not very good. Um we've seen that all year. They just they just they're, they're not very good. They've got some good players. Uh, I, I don't know. I I can't explain why they're as bad as they are, but they are. They are what they are. And so you get these three wins, and you get to 3-3 three and three in the conference, and, of course, you've got this game tonight, 7 o'clock here on WRUF. I think, what do we come on the air, 625? Is that uh, about when they – we come usually like 35 minutes early, I think. So it'll be on the air with a pregame show, and the Gators play at Ole Miss. Uh, it's not easy to turn around, but is it is it easier for Ole Miss? Ole Miss was on the road. You know, again, they were just at Mississippi State. It's not that far away, but – and they're they're playing with the same amount of rest that Florida's players are getting. Travel does usually take a little more out of you when you're flying. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, I'm sure there's a medical reason for it. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. But it's another one of those games where you need to win. I mean, you need to win these – these are the games. You're going to play really great teams in this league. Ole Miss is not one of them. It doesn't mean they can't beat you. And it doesn't mean you can't lose to them. And there is a difference between teams that can beat you and teams you can lose to. The teams that can beat you have enough players, or they have a player, one guy. And we almost saw that with the women's basketball game yesterday, but there was one player for LSU that almost won the game single-handedly and did everything she could to do it. In basketball, that that can happen. But there are teams that are good enough to beat you because they they have that kind of kind of talent and there are teams that you can lose to because at times you play really bad and for example florida played not necessarily ridiculously well against vanderbilt but vanderbilt played even worse and florida you know did did something with the defense that was um they did a good job I mean I can't be critical of a defense that held the opponent to no field goals in the last 1047 of the game. I don't know that I've ever seen that in my life. I'm sure I have. I talked about this on the podcast. I once covered a Sun Belt Conference championship game, believe it or not. I used to cover JU basketball, So I, Jacksonville University basketball. So I covered a Sunbelt Conference basketball game in Charlotte, and I can't remember the teams that were playing. I think it was New Orleans and Charlotte maybe? Uh, Jacksonville had already been eliminated but I I stayed for the for the championship game and it and they were this was back when you could hold the ball uh I think it was 25-22 final or something like that which obviously was terrible but here's the thing you know that I, that might have been a game where I saw three field goals made in a half by one team that may have been the only one though and I don't know that I don't know for sure that that was the case. I've never seen anything like. I mean, Vanderbilt had a really bad night, okay, or bad afternoon, I should say. And Florida had a good enough afternoon where they won the game. They they probably need to play better than that tonight. So we'll see what they do. And then we, of course, we talk about the women. Uh, I was watching that game. I didn't watch it till the end or the last, really, the last quarter and a half because. Uh, at the hospital dealing with that. So, um, but when I got home on the way home, uh, Kelsey calls me and she's getting into women's basketball. She really likes this team. Um, and she's been to some games. She goes, Hey, we're winning. We're beating LSU. I go, Wow, I can't wait to get home, and watch it. Get home, watch it. They pull it out. It was an unbelievable game. Um, a lot of credit goes to those young ladies and to, to their coach, you know, um, uh, I don't know if, if I don't know how they're going to avoid giving the job to Vin, Finley, because she has done a great job with this team. I mean, to get them, I, 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 that's one thing I forgot to look up, and I will do that during the break. Here is whether the AP rankings came out for the women. I sure, I'm sure they did, and whether Florida's rank. And I don't care. In fact, I almost hope they aren't. If they are, they are. But if they aren't, that's fine because we all know that. Sometimes teams get ranked that haven't been ranked in a long time and they fall off. We saw that with the uh, men's team this year. They got ranked really high because they were playing so well at 6-0. and And then they they got ranked so high, they fell off. What? Oh, they didn't get ranked. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate that. They are not ranked. Okay. Did they get votes, I assume, right? 12 votes? Okay. So some people not looking at Florida the same way uh, I think a lot of people are around here, which is, um, that they have won these games, back to back games against ranked teams, including the 11th ranked team in the country in LSU. And I'm sure if Jeff was here and Jeff will be back Wednesday, uh, Robbie will be in tomorrow, by the way, and hopefully Zach will be in at some point here. But, um, so, um, you know, we'll see what, what happens. We'll see what happens with Florida basketball, the, the women's basketball. They, they obviously have a week off until they have to play on S- Sunday of next week. And, um, you know, um, uh, just South Carolina coming into town. Number one team in the country. Um, number one in net ranking and everything. Because the funny thing is, Florida's net ranking is still not very good because maybe of all these uh, some of the non-cons they played. So, all right, so we'll open up the phones, and we again, we, got, we want to talk about the playoffs. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about because there were a million things that happened this weekend, it feels like. And so anything you want to talk about, please uh, give us a call, and uh, we'll start off with Dan. What's going on, Dan?
3: Hello, Dan. Hey, Pat, how you doing? Good. Question for you. When they hired this guy uh, for the uh, special teams uh, analyst, as they call him, correct? Yeah. My question is this, Pat. You know, if he's the head of the special teams, how can you be a special teams coach if you're not on the field? I mean, I, I, I don't. You I'm can a be on the field. On that hire
0: you can be on the field.
3: But 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 he's not one of the ten coaches.
0: Well, he'd still be on the field. I mean, how many how many guys do you see? In fact, Alabama, at Alabama, they actually had to change the, in, the rule with the NCAA because they would have 40 guys with headsets on. And they reduced the number and I don't know what the number is. I, it's not 10. though. it's less, it's a lot more than that. Uh, uh people that can have headsets on and be coaching. You can still be a coach. Uh you just can't go out and do any in-person recruiting.
3: Oh, okay. So so you so you're telling me that this guy then during practices can be out on the field coaching?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, and that's what Shane Graham was. the hires
3: that we're seeing that are called analysts for these different positions or whatever, Pat. They they're actually going to be out there coaching players, and is what you're telling me.
0: Absolutely. What do you, why else would you coach them or, or hire them?
3: Well, I mean, I well, I mean, I, I, I guess I thought they were more office capacity or whatever. You know. Well,
0: I mean, some of them will be. Some of them will be just in that. Situation where they 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 are in charge of um, you know uh, analyzing third downs and stuff like that. Uh, but most of them will
3: recruiting yeah, and all that stuff. Like, well, yeah, they
0: but they can't. The analysts cannot do in person recruiting, but they can right. they can help with recruiting and they can get on the phone with. I, I I'm not even sure how that works, but. No, they look. This guy, I think it's a, it's kind of a brilliant move. In that, a lot of times, what coaches will do is they will bring in a special teams guy, and um, or they'll bring in a coach and, and and make him in charge of special teams, but also in charge of running backs and lo- or yeah, linebackers. That's or what happens. And so yeah. you and, and that's what happened before. And Florida basically put no emphasis on special teams. So this guy is going to be dedicated to that. And he's going to make it
4: happen
3: you're telling me then that, uh, and you don't have any idea what that number is, that the 10 only means that they can't, they're coaches and and they, and they can recruit, but all these other guys, I mean, I don't know what the number is, they can still be on the field coaching as well.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I know we don't get to go to practices anymore, um, but if we did, we would see coaches everywhere and doing all kinds of things. So, I mean, uh, But
3: is that, I mean, I guess my question is, is that legal or is that oh, in the yeah. area? Yeah.
0: You can have as many coach as many analysts and student assistants as you want out there. Um uh, I mean there may be a limit that I, I'm not aware of, but it's just because you're not a full time coach doesn't mean you can't coach. What they have tried to limit are the number of people wearing headsets.
3: Okay, okay. Um so but there are but even even over and above the ten, you're saying some of those guys can still be on the field. Yep. As well, yep. wearing headsets during games and practices and everything.
0: Correct? Yeah, I'm not sure what the number is now of of number of people that can be wearing headsets, but I know it's not it's it's more than ten. I know that.
3: It's more than ten. Okay. Well, I couldn't figure it out because as I, as I was looking at, it, I thought, man, you know, this 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 seems like. This well, do you think
0: Florida would go hire a special teams coach who couldn't coach them?
3: Well, that's that's what didn't make sense to me was the fact I I, I thought the ten was was. Uh, I didn't realize that, you know, that the 10 wasn't, you know, was above the 10, uh, which you keep hearing mind there's 10 assistants, which is, you know, I, I know he's calling these guys analysts, and, I mean, many of them are analysts kind of slash coaches well, yeah, or whatever. Yeah,
0: because you, ha- you can't give them the title of coach because the NCAA prohibits you have more than 10. So you give them the title of analyst, or you give them the title of, you know, game, ch- what in his case game changer. In which he is—that's what they need him to do. That's what Florida has been lacking since Urban Meyer walked out that door. Is a, is a game oh, yeah, we've, we've had, our
3: special teams have been horrific. There's no question about it, pal. Yeah, they've been bad. I got a question for you related to the NFL yesterday. This—I this, mean, I know this, this horse has been beat many times, but this OT thing, you know, the, the, the uh, coin toss deal. I mean, how ludicrous of a of a rule is this, Pat? I mean, just just I mean, the way the college does it actually makes a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, you know? I, I look, it's it's a sucky system. College is way better. In fact, college was better before than when they changed it. But the fact is, this has been around forever. It's like everybody's all of a sudden discovered it again. Um, it's been the rule for a long time I've never liked it it sucked a long
3: 20 years ago Oh right, yeah oh, yeah it's that's not new I understand that But
0: I mean exactly. it, it is what it is and you know how about making one stop you know too there's also well, that We
3: got 13 seconds on the board and you can't you know you can't stop them it's That's like one of the worst chokes I've well, ever seen but anyway And
0: I didn't I didn't like the decision to kick it deep because then you don't take any time off the clock and I didn't that was
3: like like a horrible a, special teams decision. I'm
0: yeah, like and also, well, they were the second worst special teams behind the uh, Packers because.
3: Yeah, that that will be brutal. the all timer. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, hey man. Uh, so uh, all these analysts and everything that the neighbors hire, I mean, it, it it seems like it, it seems like it's some pretty good hires from what it on the surface at least, Pat. I mean, what's your thought on it?
0: No, no. It, I think they've been great. Uh, by the way, twenty three headsets can be in use i just looked it up for you so you can have 23 people wearing headsets
3: during the game and and they they can also be on the practice field as well oh
0: absolutely they'll have more than 23 people out there on the practice field (laughs)
3: well that's, that's okay well yeah i appreciate you clearing it up man fantastic Pat, hey man, I hope your wife is doing better. Oh, she's and, fine. Uh, she's good. Great, great information as always, my man. You take care.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Uh yeah, twenty of those coaches can have can can um be total headsets. Three are listen only. So it's twenty that will be back back and forth headsets and I, I just am looking this up. I knew that they had changed The rule, I'm looking for the year 2018, I think it was. All right, we've got to get a break. We're way behind. We'll do that. Uh, Hopefully, Zach's going to join us at some point. I don't know where he is today, but that's fine. i got plenty to talk about. I'll be fine, and I see a bunch of phone calls coming in, so we'll get to them right after this break. You're listening to the tailgate. ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
2: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending Now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
5: Good afternoon, I'm Alexa Harley. After a brief stint in the transfer portal last week, Gator Tyron Hopper has hopped back into the portal. Staying with the Gators, Florida men's hoops is back in action tonight against Ole Miss. The Gators look to extend their three-game SEC winning streak while the Rebels are hoping for a turnaround tonight after suffering four consecutive SEC losses. Coverage starts right here at 625. Switching to the tennis court, the women's team opened their dual campaign yesterday against UNF, beating them 6-1. The Gators are currently on the court right now against USF, where the score rests at 0-0. Both boys and girls' hoops are in action tonight. Newberry will host Chieflin, Dixie County travels to Brantford, and St. Francis Boys Hoops will host Bronson. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Alexa Harley.
2: ESPN 98.1
6: FM, 850 AM WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, Mealypops.com.
1: Well Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff.
6: Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, Mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com. And we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, go Gators!
1: Oh, cheese has been around
0: hundreds of years,
8: too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app.
1: Wow, this is a good debate.
8: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins.
1: In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident.
9: Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients.
1: Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
9: Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com.
1: Spas are sensational. There, I said it. I used to be that guy that crushed the Manny Petty crowd, said massages were for wusses, and then I tried them all. And guess what? All of them are awesome. And I encourage you to try them all out and then some. And the place in town that'll make it the best experience out there is called the Hale Village Spa and Salon. Nestled in the heart of the beautiful Hale Village Center, it is the perfect place for pleasure and relaxation, and they've been providing luxurious, world-class services for more than two decades. Well, if you're still in the air on trying it out well get a gift card for your better half and start the new year off by scoring a ton of points whether it's hair nails skincare waxing or my favorite the massage service she'll be pampered by some of the best technicians in north central florida always running incredible deals you'll look incredible in her eyes for your thoughtfulness and you can even purchase those gift cards online at hailsalon.com. hail village spa and salon has been saving relationships for more than 25 years check them out and see how special they really are this is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to
10: ESPN
2: 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right.
0: We are back. and just got the word back from Zach. He had an issue. He'll be in for the second hour. Maybe in a little bit earlier than that, but definitely for the second hour, and uh, that's fine. We will be fine because, you know, I'm looking at the, the calls that have uh, come in full lines right now, and it's Gator basketball, women's basketball, NFL game. That's the way today is. Today should be a day where you, you just sit back and listen to all the callers conga. there's so much that went on this weekend. Let's go to John wants to talk about Gator basketball what's going on John
11: yeah good afternoon there Pat I'm glad your wife's doing good so yeah. that's some good news on the good front there so congratulations I guess not congratulations but good luck and continue to get better
0: yeah she's, um, doing, she's doing well
11: hey uh you're talking about the wide receiver for the Rams I, it's hard for me to root for them because I guess the Rams have been a thorn and I'm not a my my favorite team's a dolphin but I do root for the Bucks, and they've They've taken the buck out of two chances like back in the Doug Williams day. Um we had oh, a chance yeah. to go to the Super Bowl and they took us out nine to nothing. That I guess I, was, was, that I was at
0: that game. It was it was really re- yeah. I was there. It was I remember uh, seeing
11: the, the rain coming down the yeah. steps and everything. So It anyway. was uh
0: yeah, that was the game where Jack Youngblood played it on a broken leg and uh, right,
11: I, re- I yep, I remember that. Hey, uh going into tonight's game, you know, since so the remake, I guess. If you got to have one of the two games, I'd rather go ahead. and Let's try to win this game. I mean, it's, I've run, this team's been playing better without Castleton. I think when they have him in the in the lineup, it seems that they they kind of get stagnant, waiting for him to make plays. So since he's not in the lineup, I think they've been playing better. I
0: I don't that. think they have. I I will tell you why well, I don't think they have. I I think they had. Well, a, they're taking more shots is what I'm well, saying. but I think they had they're a little bit of an aberration of a game against Mississippi State and then a little bit of a negative aberration in terms of offensive in this game. So, I I don't know this team still is a a, a kind of a roller coaster team and that they yep. play at they play at the level they sometimes that they feel like they need to at the times they need to but they need to play the same way all for, you know, the entire game 40 minutes. But what you see is this team like the end of the first half I thought was going to doom them on Saturday yeah yeah I mean I do don't know like why Myron Jones they put the ball in his hands there and just gives them a turnover layup to to end the half um that was that was ridiculous but uh then they come out and they go 12-0 to start the second half in other games they come out and they go zero twelve 12 to start the second half I mean <laughs> it's just a team that's that's very schizophrenic and I think it's going to that's college basketball I watched it I watched a lot of college basketball, especially a lot of SEC this on Saturday, and a lot of it was it was either no, nobody can make a basket or everybody can make a basket. It's just the way it is. Well, they
11: did partly, yeah, they did partly uh, shut down uh, Pippen. I mean, was a lot of his frustrations was his own do, doing, but I think that they their schemes kind of kind of frustrated him a little bit. So, yeah, house yeah. money going into Tennessee. If you do get to both of them, that's great. But let's go ahead and get the game tonight. Um, I wanted to, f- and this, I was trying to scroll to try to find this switching the football. There was a play, I'm going back, way back to, uh, 8, uh, 99 when we played at LSU. And then you remember Damien Carroll's kickoff return in that game? Yep. Well, there was a, I remember him running down the sideline and you see John Capel coming cross cross the field to catch up to him. I wanted to see that play. I've been trying to find it. Well, I didn't get a chance to see it, but it, for some reason, it brought it brought me to the 2000 East Regional Florida against Duke, and I ended up watching that this afternoon. That was a really good game that we ended up winning to take us to the Final Four. So. Uh,
0: no, uh, well, they ended up in the Final Four, but yeah, they had four right. They beat Oklahoma State in the uh, Elite Eight game, but I I I remember sitting there on press row at Syracuse and just going, Florida just beat the crap out of Duke. I mean, they. they
11: well, towards the end, it was like... Well, yeah, but Florida was a better, oh, a better team. A better team, yeah. right. Yep. Well, they were more powerful, and they did get... Shane, well, I can tell you, because I watched it, Shane Battier was in foul trouble. There was a play with Kenyon Weeks. Um, which they were scrambling, because I think Teddy DuPay was going against Jay Williams, trying to get a ball, and he did get a tie-up, but then Weeks came in and just blasted Jay Williams. I mean, he got called for a flagrant, but i was I was kinda like kind of agreeing with billy Packer. he he sh- he should have been thrown out of the game for that that was that was a pretty vicious play if you go back and see yeah. that play well uh
0: but the the thing about that team that was so amazing is when you looked at what was coming off the bench the second Logan. five it was it was it was donnell Major harvey Parker. brent nelson yeah. um uh, he had uh, some
11: daggers in there that to, to, to justin hamilton on.
0: yeah i mean it was it was some great players coming off the bench,
11: yeah. So if you get a chance to you know look at that it, that's it was pretty amazing. I'm sure you know, you know you've got kind of to recollect some of the plays in that game. But anyway, I'll let some other calls get on and I'll holler at you later.
0: Appreciate it. The thing I remember the most from that game was Donnell Harvey. Donnell Harvey had a monster dunk, and that's all I wanted to talk about after the game. And and the and the players and even I think I think Anthony Grant went to me, Pat. That game, that play had nothing to do with the game. Talk about what, how we won the game. Yeah, you're right. I, forget it. I just love that dunk. That was a great dunk. Let's go get a call from Mike. What's going on, Mike?
12: Hey, Patrick. How you doing, bud? Good. So you're telling me more than 10 coaches can actually coach on the field.
0: I always have been able to.
12: Yeah, I'm, I'm just being facetious. You, you said that. <laughs> guy asked the same question six times. You gave him the answer six times, but then he would ask it again. So I remember I when Bobby Joe Green the... used to be
0: a volunteer punters coach.
12: Oh, yeah. 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 It, yeah, We go back about as far, Pat. Uh, the women's basketball team, it, it, that's an unbelievable feel-good story with the what they've gone through for the last couple years and then to turn it around like this and the effort – is has been unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, and
0: it, you're, you hit it right on the head. It went from a feel-bad story to a feel-good story.
12: Yeah. And so, you know, we play number one South Carolina. It probably wouldn't happen, but it would be wonderful if Gator fans, even if you're not a big basketball fan, filled that arena for these girls and uh, because I think they've earned it.
0: Oh, they definitely <laughs>
12: have earned it, yeah. Wow. And I, I'd like to see the football team watch how they play, uh, and maybe play with that same kind of pride and effort next year. Because I, I don't think last year was as much talent from as players that just didn't feel like playing.
0: I think it was both. I think it was a to. little bit of both. I don't. I think it was definitely it was a
12: lot of the second.
0: Well, I think they. I think they were given an excuse not to play hard all the time by by their head coach um, in be. the Oklahoma game. I think after that, it was not the same. Um, but yeah, I'll oh, get fired up for Alabama, but don't get fired up for South Carolina, that kind of attitude. But I do, I do think this is a team that is got a long way to go in talent. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, there was, uh, there wasn't a number one receiver on this team, for example. I mean, it's hard to win without a number one.
12: And our lines of scrimmage, they've deteriorated, totally. uh, you know, so, but, but and that takes a while to build. But I think this guy has a good plan. And I, I just, and so far, everything he's saying, I agree with 100%. So, well, you know, the proof is on the field. But well, he's 0 0.
0: He's 0 0 right now. Yeah. So,
12: <laughs> But I'm willing to give him a year or two if he's building the program the right way. And the one thing I want, Pat, is I don't want him to embarrass this university. You know, we've had some coaches that have just been horrible embarrassing the university. Uh, I don't know well, if I did. I d- let me but tell you it, what, Mike.
0: I just did a a, a piece for the uh, the alumni magazine, and one of the things uh-huh. that I put in there, the ten things that he needs to change, um, on the field, and one of them was to quit embarrassing the university. That's exactly what I said. You know, whether oh it's gosh. whether it's um, guys blocking each other, whether it's throwing shoes, whatever it is. I mean, whether it's whether guys it's getting thrown out, out of games. Darth Vader, yeah, all that stuff. It has been a, it, there has been a litany of things that it they've been an easy punchline for the national media.
12: Yeah, they have, and and you, you and I both love this university, and that's that really bothers me. So anyway, uh, I, I think this guy seems to have a very good moral compass, but we'll see. Yep. Uh, thanks, Pat.
0: Appreciate the call. Yeah, look, I, I'm in total agreement. It's easy, but it's also easy to say. Yeah, you guys all, Gator fans need to get out there for that South Carolina game. Are you going, Pat? I don't know if I'm going. Yeah, I'm still, you know, watching it on TV type of guy, you know. But I need to get, maybe I. that's the game I need to go to and kind of get off my butt because I've been just watching games on TV. Get less sedentary. Jake, hold on. We will get to you after the break. we got to take a break, though, right here. Pat Dooley on the tailgate, uh, Zach Albaverde, second hour, will be joining us. We'll take a break right here on WRUF, ESPN 981 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
2: From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
10: Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit QualityPlumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073.
1: The springtime is packed with Gator Sports and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch. All the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish so make the call three 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 zero four six zero crystal air and water they aren't comfortable until you are license number CMC one two four nine three eight four
2: from the UF Weather Center here is your WRUF weather update
8: increasing cloudiness this evening with temperatures quickly dropping into the mid to lower 40s overnight. We'll have a chance for showers starting after midnight and that'll last throughout the day tomorrow as the system approaches from the Gulf of Mexico. Looks like the best chance for heavy rain will be south toward the I-Corp corridor. We start to calm down tomorrow night then Wednesday sunny skies highs in the mid 60s. From the UF Weather Center I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
2: Keyshawn, Jay, Will and
13: Max. Ryan Tannehill was eighth best quarterback on my list left in the playoffs. There's
2: seven dudes better?
13: It was seven guys better. It, 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 when you look
4: at it, was I wrong? The number one seed, they're now at home. And when they put it in his hands, he wind up giving it to the other team. That's why he sits at number eight, Nashville.
2: Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 981 FM,
10: 850 AM WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators.
0: All right, we are back. Pat Dooley, in with you. Zach, I've already second hour. Let's get another phone call in, and see what Jake's got for us today. What's going on, Jake?
14: Hey, man. Well, I grew up a kid. I'm a little bit older than you, Pat, not much. You probably saw a lot of that I did. I grew up a Johnny Unitas fans with the Colts, and then when they kind of went down, I finally, you know, I got with the Dolphins uh, with that great Greasy Zonk and kick team, and it was real good, and. Kind of faded out again. Got into it a little bit then with the Patriots and, and uh, Brady. Just kind of, kind of drifted away from it. But I think this is some of the best pro football I ever saw this weekend in my life.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, well, you know the the games were incredibly uh, close, except for the course the Bucks game, which was a blowout, and then it ended up being the, the best. You thought it was one of the most unbelievable. Choke jobs in the world, and then Matthew Stafford wrote his legacy in in one in two yeah. plays, and then you you go, well, I, huh, I'm exhausted. I don't even I did not even know if I need to watch the second game. And then you, if you didn't, you missed the maybe the best game in playoff history.
14: I, I have to say that was I. I would have thought
0: that dolphins dolphins, dolphins thought, Chargers. I
14: thought it was zero chance that that uh, he could have taken them down there with 13 seconds to tie that game. That guy's going to end up, he's going to be the one writing the legacy right there. Mahomes is, he's just incredible. Brady's the greatest of all time. This guy could be next or maybe Josh Allen, but that and was Josh unbelievable. Ridiculous, yeah. yeah, he is. He guys unbelievable, but so is, so is uh, Mahomes, the guy. He's throwing a sidearm to him under, you know, flip jobs to him. That was the best. That was the best game I've ever seen. I think of all of all the pro football games I've ever seen, That's the most incredible. Yeah, I mean, Do- it's it's
0: the Dolphins ever. Chargers game back in uh, that would have been like in the eighties, right? That playoff I mean, game with the with the uh, Tony Nathan uh, hook and lateral and Kellen Winslow right. getting carried off the field because he's so exhausted. And the Chargers you won know? that game in Miami. It was that was kind of the standard, I think, for a lot of people. Uh, but that may—I think this one may. When you see that many points scored in the last two minutes of the game, I mean that—that that, I've yeah. never seen anything like that.
14: Well, you almost saw it with Georgia against us. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it's true, but no, but that time only one team was scoring the points. Yeah,
14: exactly. Hey, speaking of one thing, and I'll let you go. I always enjoy listening to you guys. But you brought up a name. You think Kellen Winslow is the greatest tight end of all time?
0: Um, you know, I i mean, he didn't probably put up the numbers like of an Antonio Gates or a Tony Gonzalez, but I, I, he was a guy I would, I would fear the most as a tight end. I will put it that way.
14: More than John Mackey. Remember that guy? John Mackey
0: was very good. Yeah. He was very good. In the fact the award is named after him for the best tight end in college football. Yeah.
14: I mean, those were the good old days. John Mackey, Unitas, Dick, uh. All those guys, it yeah, was, but
0: they're still great days because just look what we watched this weekend. The NFL was just ridiculously good, and um, you know, um, they're just they're just counting their money. It was. I,
14: I, I'm still a college football guy, though. I am Appreciate too. It. Take care.
0: Thank you. All Appreciate right. it. But when we get to the playoffs in the NFL, which is this is what college football could be getting. Now I know you can. It's very easy to say. Well, it's not the parity. In the pros uh, and the college game that there is in the pros, and I agree. But if you get, if you have give it enough chances, you give teams enough chances. Eventually, the gap can tighten up a little bit. I I hope it does. But here's the bottom line, and I've said this before: fourteen playoff is great. We're, We're glad we went to four. Twelve would be better. It would be more fun to watch. We know this, though. The fourteen playoff, the games themselves have not been very good. There was the one great Clemson-Alabama game, and the Clemson, or I'm sorry, the Alabama-Georgia game was unbelievable. Um, the one where Alabama won on, in overtime. But other than that, there haven't been a lot of great games in, in the college playoffs. Um, but the more opportunities you give to have games, the more chances you're going to have great games. I know that's... That's my philosophy on it, but again, I'm being selfish. I just want to be sitting at home watching those games. Um, all right, we we got to get to a, some other things as well uh, here um, on the show. I, I do want to talk about the great Evan McPherson and the field goal he made. Um, and when he when he lined up to kick it, I went, you know, I know he's going to make it. In fact, I still can't believe he missed that kick against LSU. And I will tell you this: some people didn't react very smartly to that. And that's one reason he's gone. He left for the NFL was because people were sending him tweets and vicious, mean tweets, I guess you would call it. Uh, But I mean, I I think he was ready to go get out. You know, we had this big debate on the show because we had Jeff Chandler on, I think, and some other guys uh, that were great kickers and Jeff Chandler, of course, the all time lead scorer uh, at Florida uh, Caleb Sturgis was really good. Eddie Pinheiro was really good. But, I mean, Evan McPherson might be the best that's ever kicked here. And now you think about his last kick, which wasn't a good kick, and he missed it, and that was that was not good. But I still think overall, lineup, 50-yard kick to win the game, he would be the first guy I'd pick. Uh, we got to get one break in, Mark. We'll get to you as soon as we get back. Okay, get one more in, and then we'll come back, and we will wrap up the first hour. Zach already joining us in the second hour here on the tailgate on ESPN, 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
2: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
5: Good afternoon. I'm Tori Edwards. The Florida baseball team is entering the 2022 season as Baseball America's number six-ranked team in the country. The Florida men's basketball team is back in action tonight as the Gators will travel to go head-to-head with Ole Miss. Florida will look to build on their three-game win streak. You can listen to live coverage of that game right here at 625. There's a slate of local high school basketball games tipping off tonight. In boys' hoops, Newberry hosts Chiefland, Dixie County faces Brantford, and Bronson will battle it out with St. Francis. In girls' basketball, Branford welcomes Dixie County, Chiefland plays Newberry, Cedar Key travels to Fort White, and Wilston faces Ocala Vanguard. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tori Edward.
2: ESPN
1: 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Big Mills is a small
7: place with a big taste. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ink your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store. Every ink for small business all in one place. The
6: UPS Store.
7: The UPS store locations are independently owned. Products, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi protects your connected devices from online threats 24-7. But hey, you're probably safe without
1: it. Probably. Like how that free streaming website was probably not a scam. Someone's probably not stealing your bank info as we speak to buy a four-story Chalet Grande. Yeah, you're probably fine. Or you could know your network is covered with advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Restrictions apply. Copyright 2020, Cox
7: Communications, Inc., all rights reserved.
2: The WRUF radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And live at WRUF.com. Alright, we are back. Uh we'll wrap this hour up and get
0: Zach in here for the second hour. Um we um by the way, I, I just I think I'm realizing something. Uh, we, if you didn't watch the uh, podcast today, you can always go get it on any of the uh, podcast, uh, pl- any anywhere you get podcasts. You, there, it's everywhere, iTunes, Spotify, everything. Uh, you can and you can watch it on on Facebook Live and YouTube. Uh, you can still go get it. But I think I forgot to do the Leonardo's and Millhopper quick picks because I got kind of. It's been a long couple of days. Let <laughs> me say that. So I tell you what I'll do. I'm going to throw it out here. Even though, because Leonardo's is a sponsor of this show. And Leonardo's is a sponsor of the Duly Noted Podcast. another Duly Noted Podcast. And what the question was going to be was how many games will Florida win out of the three games they are going to play in five days. Because they've got Mississippi tonight, Tennessee on Wednesday, and then on Saturday, they who do they have Saturday? I can't remember. Uh, Saturday they have well anyway they get three games in five days. Um, Oklahoma, State. Oklahoma State yeah that's the uh, the Big Twelve challenge. I, for some reason I blanked out there. Um, so how many games they win? So it's pretty simple. And if you want to get in, and and again, this is open to everybody that's listening out there. Another uh, duly noted podcast, Leonardo's at Millhopper Quick Picks, and the um, all you have to do is uh send me an email, Patrick fifty four at gmail dot com. Pretty simple. Patrick fifty four at gmail dot com. And all you gotta do is put a number. Zero one, two or three. Zero one, two, or three. And uh you can get in the contest. So appreciate that. Mark, we will get to him now. Mark, what's going on, Mark?
15: Hey Pat. Um Hi. I'm sitting here trying to think of what other sport, any sport that has an, has a tiebreaker that doesn't allow both teams an opportunity to to have possession or of the ball or score or. Uh, na- can you think of any? No, I, mean,
0: I don't I think, think there is thinks, any. It'd be it'd be like thinks. if in tennis, you you said okay, we're going to a tiebreaker. It's you get to serve, and if you get if you ace the guy, you win. That's it. He doesn't get to exactly. serve back. Sudden death. Is but this, is been been a, horrible, this has been a this has been an. Horrible forever. I've yeah, I
15: hated it since I was twelve. I'm like sixty five now. <laughs> it's, it's a stupid. It's a lot of it's, hate.
0: It's a lot of hate. built terrible.
15: up It's terrible. There's no other sport that that ends a game like that. They ruined the damn. They, you know, I love the games. They were great games yesterday and the day before. They have been the last couple of weekends. Have been good.
0: Yeah, That's they right. didn't ruin it for they me because I wanted the Chiefs. So
15: sudden death is terrible they got to do something about that. Hey, Why don't they just go to a Kansas-type tiebreaker like they do in college?
0: I remember the day when Tebow hit uh, Demarius Thomas, the late Demarius Thomas, on that pass for an ADR touchdown against Pittsburgh and beat them in the in overtime. And when that touchdown happened, I went, wow, now they got to stop it. I went, wait, that's the game? It's over? Because they had just changed the rule. So <laughs> they must have changed the rule in 2000, around 2011. What year was that for – so his last year was '09 in college, so '011 it must have been, or 2011 when they changed that rule because I don't, I didn't know it was even in, in effect. So, but yeah, it's a, it's a dumb rule. It's a coin flick. Remember the time when, uh, who who was it? Was it was it Jerome Bettis or somebody called it and he said, no, 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 I called tails. I didn't call heads. the yeah. Referee misheard yeah. him. I mean, who cares? Just let both teams have a chance to win the game.
15: I agree. But if they're not going to do it, just flip the damn corner and get it over with.
0: But they can't. There's nothing you can do about it now. I mean, it, it was a game. The game happened.
15: I know. They ought to get. They ought to fix that, though. I think there's so many people out there that don't like it. They got to you know, give the people what they want. You know, come on.
0: Yeah, but people have been complaining about it for a long time. Although I will say this, I think that game may be a game changer because the game was so amazing, and you you know, you, you watch these two quarterbacks. Now I will say this, they were going up against defenses that were dead. They were dead. You know, obviously the chiefs without Tyron Matthew, without the honey badger or not the same team defensively. Cause he takes guys away. And he certainly, nobody took, um, nobody took, uh, Gabriel Davis away from, from, uh, the bills, but, uh, ever uh, four touchdowns was the most in the history of the playoffs, but, Um. Yeah. So I mean, I was like, I, I. So I kind of knew the rule because of, you know, after that Tebow game, I remember, remembered it. But uh, so I was happy the Chiefs won. But you're right. I mean, it was like there's a part of me is like, I'd like to see what he could do. I'd like to see what Josh Allen could do.
15: Yeah, sudden death is terrible. They need to stop it. They need to fix it.
0: We'll see if they Um, do. I, I don't know.
15: I hope they do. All right. Thank you.
0: Appreciate the call, three nine two eight two five five. If you want to get in here, phone lines are open for you. We'll get uh, Zach in here for the second hour, and there's something I, I a breaking, I, it's, I guess it's breaking news. I don't even know, is it breaking news if somebody decommits from a school? Or not? Because it's really not news. Because your commitment isn't isn't binding in any way. But anyway. But Harold Perkins, uh, who's like the biggest guy name left on the board, uh, has decommitted. And, of course, Gator fans immediately go, oh, that, it's worked. We, we got him. We Well, not, maybe not so fast. There's a lot of talk LSU's going to get him. There's a lot of talk that he may be another one of these guys that goes to Jackson State. Um, we'll see. Um, he's going to announce it on signing day, which, of course, is February 2nd. And we'll see what he does. Um, but, I mean, who knows? Uh, you know can't get too caught up in one player I will say that uh, but by the way the early spreads are out for the um, NFL playoffs for the uh, to see who goes to the Super Bowl Cincinnati a seven-point underdog at Kansas City San Francisco is uh, giving uh, three and a half to the Rams about about what I thought they would be the both those spreads of course the, the 49ers have uh made the life not great for the Rams lately. They've been really good. But uh, you, I remember that game where they came back from a huge deficit. It, the Rams have had a history lately of blowing big leads, but that would have been the worst ever. Not only would they up 27-3, they should have been up 34-3 to because Cam Akers You know the happiest man in the NFL right now, the happiest player has got to be Cam Akers because he was going to be the, one of the biggest goats of all time with those two fumbles, but he's not. All right, we got to get out of here. We'll come back for the second hour. You're listening to The Tailgate. Pat Dooley in, Zach Gaboverti's second hour here on WRUF.
2: WRUF Gainesville U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And Jeffrey, the gymnastics ticket is one of the toughest in the entire town, but I hear you have hookups for the Arkansas meet on January 28th.
9: That's right, Jeff. Just go to the Meldon Law Facebook page and enter our contest to win tickets to the gymnastics meet. And a one hundred dollar gift certificate to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Wow, that
1: is easy. All I have to do is go to the Melden Law Facebook page, and I can win tickets to the Gators' link to pink match.
9: That's right. At Melden Law, we make supporting the Gators easier than a triple twisting double layout. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we won't back down. The best new cars make
10: the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make-and-model. And And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new-car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like-new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details.
0: Start off the new year by investing in your financial health. Radiant Credit Union now has a great balance transfer offer of 0% interest for the first six months and great low rates for all of your purchases. The average American has $5,500 in credit card debt and the average interest rate continues to go up. It's over 16%. That adds up to almost $900 per year, just in interest. If your credit card debt feels overwhelming and you just need a little breathing room, switch to Radiant and get six months of 0% interest and great low rates for all your purchases. Plus, there are no balance transfer fees and no annual fees. You can complete the entire process through their website, and in less than 15 minutes, you can be saving money and starting off 2022 right. Visit RadiantCU.org slash transfer for details.
1: Radiant is federally insured by the NCUA. A new year? a new you. That's what we all like to say and of course we all want this one to be better than the last, but as you get out there and you try to make 2022 the best for you, be careful. There's lots of unknowns out there that will try and trip you up. But if you happen to trip on that hike through the Grand Canyon, bust your back trying to set a PR on the weight rack, or tweak a hammy trying to finish that 5K, there's a place in town that'll get you all checked out and back at it in no time. The staff at Titan MRI have been scanning the people of North Central Florida for more than 20 years. It's fascinating it's easy and the average scan time is just 15 minutes so you can get back on your way in no time Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and if you're worried about not having insurance don't be that's never a problem at Titan MRI they just want to help you get better and they'll even have your scan read same day located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road and now up in Lake City access is awesome no long walks from a parking garage you can park right out front so get in front of those aches and pains and and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is
2: on the air. Quiet on the set. Roll sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right. We are back for the second era
0: brought to you by Meldon Law. They will not back down, also known as they won't back down. Uh, appreciate Meldon and uh, we'll appreciate Zach in a little bit. He'll be in here in just a bit. He's still running a little bit late, and that's fine. He's got his life, and I got mine, and you got yours. But uh, we've got plenty to talk about. We had a great first hour, a lot of phone calls, talking. whether it was talking about NFL and the OT rules. and the, Look, I again, I, I will say this again. Um, Florida, I mean Florida, uh, the NFL uh, OT rules have been a bad rule for a long time. I've never liked it. They changed it and made, in a way made it worse, in my opinion. But it is what it is, and you knew what it was going into the game get a defensive stop and maybe you don't lose the game. So, uh, but I, at the same time, it should be changed. It should have been changed a long time ago. And, and I, the, the thing that bothers me are the NFL writers and broadcasters and tweeters who look at the college one as being this silly. Oh, how can you do this? That just looks, seems ridiculous to us. How can you do that? Get the ball on the, on the 25 yard line and, and and go from okay we love it in college it's been great I don't I, I wish they hadn't changed it I understand player safety but you know the that's the thing about the NCAA which of course is about to be changing in a lot of ways the NCAA will say on the one hand we need to have pl- more player safety so we don't want overtimes to go too long and on the other hand they'll go but well, we may go to the system where we go to 17 games or you could have to play 17 games to go to a 12-team playoff. Now, are you know? Again, this goes back to the whole thing of, with college football players. Are are they be they're it's they're becoming more and more employees every day, and eventually, it's just going to be totally that's what they're going to be. All right, so we've got that. We talked about uh, the uh, of course Florida's men's basketball team winning, which they uh, they played they played well defensively, played well enough certainly to win the game. Um, they got, they got some breaks and that Vanderbilt had a terrible game, but that's what Vandy does. Uh, and then of course they got a game tonight, so we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes there. And then, um, obviously the women, what a huge win for them An 11, a, a win over the 11th ranked team in America, a win over Kim Mulkey, which again, as I said earlier, would make Jeff Cardozo very happy if he was in here today. And of course, Jeff is actually out of town this week or for a couple days. He'll be back, I believe on Wednesday. I think he'll be back on Wednesday tomorrow. Robbie Andrew will join me. Uh, So we look forward to talking to him. And of course uh, the NFL playoffs we talked about um, and uh, the guys that are still alive for NFL teams, including uh, technically Marcel Harris, is in inact- was inactive for this game uh jalapeno uh is on the practice squad uh obviously van jefferson had a good game another good game and van jefferson's so good and and you know there was a point where he did he ran that um remember that they, they ran a uh, reverse and he ran it for like 15 yards in a first down and i was like man florida should have taken more advantage of my wait. what they did they took great advantage of Van Jefferson doing during his two years. He did a lot of great things, and of course Brandon Powell, who I always forget, plays for the Rams, but he's their punt returner and kickoff returner, and he returned uh, his punt return average was twenty yards because so he had the one big one. So Brandon Powell is. Uh, it, it's kind of funny that of all the kick returners and wide receivers, he's still sticking around his fourth year. He's not a guy that I thought was going to be a great uh, NFL player. But boy, have I been wrong about that before. Of course, DeMarcus Robinson, wide receiver for the Chiefs, who didn't play started the game but did not catch a pass. Tommy Townsend, another good game, and he continues to to do well. Um who else is still out there? Well, Fred Johnson's on the inactive list for Cincinnati for Hargraves on the inactive list, so he's played most of the year. I'm surprised that he was. Uh, And then, of course, we all know what Evan McPherson did, which was, boom, four field goals, including a 52-yarder to win the game. And uh, as the story goes, he went to their backup quarterback and said, hey, we're going to go to the AFC Championship game before he kicked it and then went out and kicked it. That guy always had a great confidence. I remember interviewing him before his sophomore year at Media Day he he just always had this great level of confidence. I always really liked that about him. Um, so, a lot of Gators still involved. Let's go ahead and get some phone calls. Three nine two eight two five five Porter. What's going on?
2: Hey, and
16: don't forget uh, this year, uh, Johnny Townsend had a cup of coffee. He he punted the Chiefs when uh, Tommy was out with COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess he he gets a ring if they win it all, right? I don't know. I right. that, that, that's a good I think you do. Point. If you if you had uh, now they, again they can withhold it from you, but I don't think they have any any hard feelings or anything like that. So well, yeah, he, so they, uh, they might need it. You know. uh, um, Never hey, know.
16: With uh, a uh, uh, overtime suggestion, I mean nothing's perfect. There's always something. You can say well, I don't like this about that. But uh, if if uh, the first, which each team is going to get the ball from their, 20, their own twenty five yard line once. You can like to go first, or you can like to go second. Now, if you're going second, obviously, you have the advantage of knowing what the other team did. But going first, you have the advantage of basically getting to go four, uh, for, for it four times, because you don't need to punch, because no matter no matter what, when you're going to end up either uh, turning it over on downs, turning it over, or scoring. Because you're going to get the ball at their own 25 or whatever, and they're going to get the ball at their 25s. That would at least, I think, uh, make it interesting, and it would give you a, a little bit of thought if you want First, or do you want to go second? Because there's, there's, I can certainly see a benefit of of each one. But I mean, I think that would be an improvement. Uh, what do you think about
0: that? I well, you could do that. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could do it. Um, I I just think you need to both teams need to touch the ball. That's the bottom line. Whatever you come up with, whatever solution you come up with, both teams need to get a, have a chance on offense, and that and that's the point that everybody's making is. There's no other sport where, where uh, you have an overtime where, you know, I mean, it'd be, it'd be like, all right, we're going to let you kick five penalty kicks, and if you make four of them, you win, but uh-huh. the other team doesn't get to kick any penalty kicks.
16: <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I, I was thinking about that when somebody said that, and technically that's not true because soccer, you, one team starts with a ball at, at midfield, and they have a possession. If they go down and score, it's over if it's a if it's a, a sudden death now, if it's one where they're playing for fifteen minutes or whatever then it's not but um and theoretically the same thing could be true in hockey you know you you win the win the win the win the face off at the ice and then score and it's over but you know i i
0: yeah I, but you know within the
16: scope of the that's within the scope of the game being played as it's played yeah the whole time so Anyway, I just want to throw that out there. It was just a thought. And I thought, you know, well, I can think of, there's always something to complain about, but I think that seems to actually kind of address everything everybody's concerned about. If if each team gets the ball one time, they're 25, and you're going to get to go, whoever wins the toss or whatever, choose them to first or second, there's bandage advantage to both, and they kind of play against each other. You know, I I can see that. But um, just a thought. All right. <laughs> they didn't lead me in charge. So, all right, enjoy <laughs> the show, man. Thanks.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Nobody – that, we we all want to see what makes us the happiest what makes us enjoy the game more that that it doesn't that that's the one thing it doesn't in uh in, in the NFL um but there are a lot of people who will tell you they they think the college overtime is kind of silly and I don't I don't know that that's the case I I like I love the college overtime I'm just I'm I'm a little bit flustered here because I'm looking at this um I'm looking at, I think this is a live interview Urban Meyer did with, I don't even want to say his name because I don't, I'm not a big fan. Um, but he, in, in it, he said it was the worst experience in this interview. It's a live interview. Or not live, but it was live when he did it. In this, it was the worst experience I've had in my professional lifetime. And Urban also said we've lost, we lost five in a row at one point And I remember I really couldn't function. Man, there's there's just something not right about him. But there's always been that kind of weirdness about Urban, you know, with the the it, it, illnesses that he had, uh, with his uh, brain and everything and all that. I don't know, um, but it it is just the weirdest thing. In fact, Coach Spurrier was on the podcast today, and we were talking about, you know, the collapse of those two guys at the same, basically, almost the same time. Dan Mullen and Urban Meyer, who we went from, um, you know, these guys were on top of the world, and everybody was like, oh, they got Urban Meyer. The big debate was, would Urban Meyer make it in the NFL after he'd been so good in college? And a lot of people had different opinions, but we all knew knew that they weren't very good. So, um, crazy, crazy. All right, uh, and you saw where – Frank Frangie has COVID now, and he's doing his radio show from home. So that's uh, what's going on. In fact, uh, my brother-in-law, Frank, also has it now. So, um, you know, the good news is for a lot of people that it doesn't seem to be that serious, but it's still taking lives, including Meatloaf, who um, was one of those people that that happened to. So... And and it makes, make, I, I as I read, like I did this great tr- glowing tribute to Meatloaf. And then I read that he uh, he was an anti-vaxxer and he was protesting people getting vaccinated. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get those people. Uh, in fact, I, I, there's a great story about John Stockton. Uh, maybe we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, we'll take a break right now. And then uh, we'll be joined by Zach Abaverdi from On3.com and whatever else he's doing. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of recruiting. I want to get the actual word on this dude decommitting from Tech A&M and what it means. All that and more here on the tailgate brought to you this second hour by Meldon Law. They won't back down on WRUF.
2: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending Now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
5: Good afternoon, I'm Tori Edwards. There's a slate of local high school basketball games tipping off tonight. In boys' hoops, Newberry hosts Chieflin, Dixie County faces Brantford, and Bronson will battle it out with St. Francis. In girls' basketball, Brantford welcomes Dixie County, Chiefland plays Newberry, Cedar Key travels to Fort White, and Williston faces Ocala Vanguard. The Florida men's basketball team is back in action tonight as the Gators will travel to go head-to-head with Ole Miss. Florida will look to build on their three-game win streak after a dominant 61-42 win over Vanderbilt this past weekend to push the Gators to 3-3 in SEC play. You can listen to live coverage of that game right here at 625. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tori Edwards.
1: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
4: Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling into the fourth quarter of the year like the Gators wide receivers, open and ready for business. 2021 has been a crazy ride so far, but we've made it through, thanks to our loyal customers and support from all the Tailgate listeners out there. Don't forget, in addition to our classic deep dish gourmet pies and unforgettable garlic knots, we have one of the only salad bars left in town. Come to Leonardo's Millhopper, eat the food that games will grow up on, and don't forget to mention the Tailgate 10. Man, I'm good. One take again,
9: Jeff.
1: It's not bragging when it's true. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
9: However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference Initiative.
1: Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City.
9: MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down
2: pylon to pylon, oh we are your home for all things football. 63-yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF on your phone with
0: the Web radio app. All right, Zach's here. I am. Nothing like showing up, uh, what, are we, what are we, 80 minutes late for a yeah. show?
4: When you have an unscheduled meeting that pops yes. up. Yes. You know about those unscheduled. I
0: do. Unscheduled swampcasts. Swampcasts, Yeah. <laughs> Those are those are not good. This was,
4: this was not a good unscheduled meeting either. But it, uh, life happens.
0: Yeah, it does.
4: Life gets in the way. And, and, and I guess life happened for Tyrone Hopper.
0: I tell me what's going on there. So he's in the portal. He's out of the portal. He's back in the portal.
4: Yeah. And then did you see the tweet from an individual? An individual who says that he is his uncle. I keep seeing that
0: that uncle tweet. Today? I saw one earlier. I saw one from a couple of days ago. Yeah,
4: He did. Well, then, today he tweeted, and again, this is unconfirmed. Take it with right. a grain of salt. But he says that uh, his nephew, Tyrone Hopper, entered the portal the right way, and it was official, and that he was taken out of the portal without his consent and put back in the portal today. I don't... Well, who, who could take you out of the portal? I don't, I don't... I think he's the only one that can take himself out of the portal. Yeah, does somebody number hack one, his account? Or? Number two, I would imagine that he would have said something. Yeah. Tyrone himself.
0: Look, I get why he wants to get in the hopper, because Ventrell's coming back, and he's probably well, doesn't know where he, he's going to... And he it looks like it he wants in. to
4: follow C-Rob to Auburn. Good luck. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... That's everybody connecting those dots. Auburn was a strong contender for him when he was a recruit. So yeah. that everybody already maybe looked at them as a destination. And they tried to get Mahmoud Diabate. He put his name in the portal. Like, you got to come up there and do it at the building. Yeah, Before he even left, he was getting called by Auburn. Really? That's how quick it happens. Um, so they were coming after him. I mean, he could have ended up there. Now he was from Auburn. Diabate was, so.
0: Uh, yeah, that and that again. Hopper's
4: that from Georgia, but I think that I mean, just, you know, C Rob tweeted that photo from the all the toilet paper. What's that called? Their their spot, the Tumor, Grove, Tombus Corner. The, uh, yeah, and Come they.
0: On. Man, if there's an Auburn fan out there, you need to call in and oh, just wow. yell at him. I've never been there. Actually well, I, I take
4: that I take that back. I I've been, been as a kid. I've never been there as a as a reporter and covered it. I
0: I went there and did a
4: whole big story on Tumor's Corner. Yeah. Let me tell you what, it's the
0: sweetest lemonade you'll ever have.
4: I know about the tree, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> so but he when he tweeted that photo from there as like a that was his first day, I guess, on campus and they did that. Um you you saw Tyrone Hopper quote tweet it, congratulate yep. him. Yep. And he doesn't really tweet a lot, so he went out of his way to acknowledge C-Rob. So, hey, if that's where he wants to go, yeah. best of luck. Whatever. If yeah. you don't want to be and, – in, and, and look, and if he ends up staying, and pull, I'm sure oh, yeah. they'll welcome him with open arms. But at the end of the day, you want guys that are 100% in. in.
0: And, and certainly this coach does.
4: Well, and especially starting from, you know, ground zero with the brand new staff. They want guys that, that want to be here and – if you don't if you were here for the last staff or for your old position coach or whatever, and you're not gonna buy in, then don't waste the space,
0: yeah, and that's the thing you know? I mean with all the stuff that these guys are all thrilled about that they're getting they got the parking and they got the new housing and and they got the uh the better food and all that okay well it's about to get tough, and it did start getting tougher last week when they started working out. But and and you'll see some. And again, we go into the spring football with a nine ninety five guys in the quarterback room. But um, it's going to weed its way out during after spring I just, football. I just
4: think you at least go through spring, right? Yeah. I mean, I would at least see see what it's like to be in the trenches with these guys before you decide you don't want to play for them. You yeah. know, but I mean, some people the relationships are that strong and the portal is is now that option. It'll, it it's it just changed grass everything. is
0: what they see. They don't see they don't see the the sand traps. They only see the green grass and, and you look at LSU, they got eight guys out of the portal already, two starters at Arkansas on defense where they were good on defense. Two starters at Louisiana. yeah. Uh, which you're surprised But I just
4: I mean yesterday you saw the receiver f- that who left Georgia transferred to Alabama. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like, oh, I want to go to a team and finish the
4: second. It's like what they say: if you can't beat them, join them. Oh wait, <laughs>
0: we did beat them. Uh, the guy's good t- too. I in fact, I didn't think they used him enough this year,
4: and so well, and that's why he left, I guess. But uh, I mean, again, but then you go to Bama. But
0: how am I? How am I? How can I criticize the coaching staff that just won the national title? So yeah. obviously using just the re- the exact number of plays they should have used them because they wanted all. Well,
4: they they used him enough that he tweeted out some good highlights. So what about I mean, it, was an, it? Was enough for Bama? They played him enough for Bama to take him. I know. Well, I think he's good. I I really like him. He's really quick. But 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 they've got a lot of guys. Like but that. sometimes it's just you got to wait your turn. Yeah, and it's that doesn't mean that you need to go to a new school. It's just it wasn't your year yet.
0: And that's kind of I think where. A lot of people are amazed that Emory com- came back. Um, well. But he's, he wants to go through spring, I
4: think. He wants to go through spring. He also wants to graduate. Yeah. It's it's not, yeah, you not could, smart to leave when you're that close to graduating. You
0: can go to Middle Tennessee and be the starting quarterback there, but that's where you're also in that diploma doesn't
4: look quite nope. as good. And, and And depending on if he does want to leave after the spring – I I would imagine he's going to pick a destination where he can walk in with just a fall camp and a summer, and be the starter. It's it's happened before. It's not like it's you know I mean that Jamie Newman or whatever was going to do that at Georgia, and then he. Uh, never- <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's interesting because the um, the um, the HBC was talking. To, I was on, he was on my podcast. In fact, he's going to start joining my podcast. Oh on, my Every Monday, you think we'll have any fun with that?
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna actually be tuning in live, and I'm gonna be writing stories on on three off your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you probably will. And today, oh, listen, today when he
0: said. Well, you know, Urban didn't coach that last year, so you can't count that record. <laughs> 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 uh, but um, he was talking about how, because he said he was talking to Billy Napier about Emory, and he said, "Look," he said, "the ball comes off his hand really good." He goes, "Yeah, it does." That Spurs says, "Yeah, it really does come off." He's got a great motion and everything. But he's just got to get his timing down. He can't get his timing right. Mm-hmm. And th- now you get a chance to coach him. So maybe they have a great spring together, and he ends up being the starting quarterback against Utah.
4: Well, at this point, you you know, Jack Miller's not a sure thing.
0: or And it could, and it could be, too. Emory, you just want to get your degree. That's the only reason you came back. We understand. Go
4: through spring, but we're going to give the other guys a reps. If you sure. if,
0: if you're not planning on staying,
4: but I think that that's going to happen. I, I, even if he came with the intention of trying to stay and see how spring goes, I still right. think it's an open competition, dude. I mean, no he, it's totally. He, open. he didn't it's do th- enough to to just. No, he I mean, did enough. I mean, maybe he, he he'll probably be QB. Like he'll probably be the first one taking the snaps, going through the drills. If that's how they do it, but it's not going to. It's going to be insignificant. You know, you're going to give Richardson. Miller and the two true freshmen, just as many reps and opportunities. I yeah. mean, it's nothing set in stone at that quarterback spot. All
0: right. Uh, before we go to break, and then we'll get the uh, Tennessee Mike is called, but I'm gonna wait, I, gotta, I wanted to ask you this question because I've been promising. I would get answers. This decommit from Texas A&M, what do you make of that? I mean, a lot of people immediately jumped on it and said, well, he's going to Florida, but then there, a lot of I've seen where he could end up at LSU. There's been some Jackson State talk which you're going to hear with anybody who decommits this late in the process. What do you hear?
4: Yeah, I mean, obviously Florida's a player and for him to you know, decommit from the Aggies on the heels of a of a visit to UF is shows that they've they've, you know, gave him something to think about, but there there's a lot of people in play here. So I, I don't right. I don't think that Florida is uh is just uh I mean, might maybe look at them as one of the teams to beat for sure. But like you said, I mean, if, if anybody that's willing to listen to Dion, you, you know, I think anything's possible if if they're entertaining that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, cause some, c- cause some kids it's just, you just know, all right. I mean, Hey, I appreciate it. Prime, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going there. Yeah. I wanna, you know,
0: I want to play at a, in the best conference or the best
4: but if you're entertaining it and you're you're going for his spiel then i i don't you're i guarantee you the fourth staff's not putting all their eggs in that basket
0: no exactly
4: you know but nonetheless it does show that this staff is not afraid to go after the big fish and they don't care you know how late in the game they are what relationships they got to overcome uh how much time lost the, the, you know that there is. I mean, they went and saw a five-star kid today. I'm not going to put the name out. Um, in
0: California?
4: Cause, no, not in California.
0: No, there was one in California. They all. Yeah, no,
4: no, I'm yeah. saying, but yeah. the one that I know of, and they might not get, you know, get any traction with him, but they're still going and shooting their shot because you know they're they're just aggressive like that. And these guys, Pat, they love recruiting. Yes, they love recruit like they don't just. Oh, we got to do this because it's important. They it is they treat it as a competition in the. That's what Billy said. It's the competition of the off season, right? And they treat it like they are just as competitive as they are game planning for an opponent. And I mean, honestly, in this day and age, you got to have a staff like that if you if in, yeah. if, if you're going to make it at this level. And know.
0: think about think about because I was thinking I was thinking about this today. Not not only does is Florida got a staff that wants to recruit likes to recruit cares about recruiting competes at it mm-hmm. where we all know that Dan wasn't big on it but also it wasn't just Dan it was it was their defensive coordinator and there were people that weren't good at it or didn't want to do it. it just wasn't their thing at it all Not their thing and this staff he's not hiring guys that that's not their thing but you you take so you add in new facility you add in all the things he's getting done you know, the little things that they're getting done. You add in Spurrier's as a, a
4: recruiting tool when you take kids That's a there. weekly thing now. Oh,
0: and it, I, I think that's a factor. I'm not saying it's going to sway a kid.
4: But, but uh, why not give the HBC the floor to just, you know,
0: oh, they, whole court? And that was a great thing is uh, when they, at the Friday thing, um, you know, Spurrier is, is going to go up and talk, but they have Mike Peterson introduce him, uh-huh. uh, who's, oh, wow. who's played for him. And, you know, and he's, of course, Mike's speech was not exactly overwhelming. He goes, all right, kid ball coach. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know. I How mean, cool is that for him to be here? Oh, uh, It's the best. I, I love Mike Peterson to death.
4: And I, you see what he did last week? One, I, I want to say was, it might have been his first day on the trail. And if it wasn't his first day, it was, in, it was first week. He went to every area high school. Not just Gainesville area high school. He went out to Hawthorne. He went out to Columbia. Um, Obviously, you know he's going to go to Santa Fe. Yeah. Legend there. And it's not that Florida didn't go to those schools before. They did. Every staff. You know, you have to do that. Yeah. But when Mike Peterson walks through those schools, it's different, man. It is different.
0: Uh, Not not only a legend there, a legend and won a state championship as a quarterback there. But... was a long-time NFL player.
4: A long-time. And if anybody's going to make sure or be passionate about a local player not getting out of this backyard, it's going to be him.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know. It, uh, in fact, I I mentioned him to the HBC, He said great player, great coach. He said because he coached in coach South Carolina. Yeah. And he said he's he's really good. He he's good at what he does. Well,
4: I mean at, at, at the very least you know you know that he knows what he's doing. Yeah, cuz exactly.
0: he did it. All right, we got to get a break. We'll come back. I don't know if it's a if it's a good thing or a bad thing for keeping callers on that uh, the Cattlemen's coming up next. You're listening to the <laughs> Tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
2: The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM,
1: WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no no pressure and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to crystal air and water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in north central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, cat scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438.
8: Increasing cloudiness this evening with temperatures quickly dropping into the mid to lower 40s overnight. We'll have a chance for showers starting after midnight, and that'll last throughout the day tomorrow as the system approaches from the Gulf of Mexico. Looks like the best chance for heavy rain will be south toward the I-4 corridor. We start to calm down tomorrow night, then Wednesday, sunny skies, highs in the mid-60s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
16: This, keeping on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. I just felt like... You know, when you're the number one seed and you go into those kind of games and you're facing somebody who has been, you know, clawing just to get into the postseason and then you get to Lambeau and I thought, okay, Green Bay scores right away and I go, okay, good. They're not going to take their foot off the accelerator. They're they're in playoff mode.
0: And then that was it. Dan
2: Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
10: This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
0: All right, we are back here on the show. Pat Dooley, Zach Albaverde. Tomorrow, the great Robbie Andrew
4: joins us. All right, I saw the great Robbie Andrew in the O Dome on Saturday. He was there. sitting, sitting near
0: courtside. I saw that. He. I saw the post that Jill put up there. They were talking about all these different cams they do, and and she was like. Robbie wants to know when they're gonna do father-daughter camp with him and her, because everybody, like everywhere they go to to dinner, they go, "Is your grandfather paying for this?"
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
0: she looks a lot younger than him, but Robbie well, looks like a stooped over old man. And I'll give him a hard time about that tomorrow. All right, let's see what Tennessee Mike has for us today. What's going on, Mike?
13: What's going on, guys? Another Monday, another cattle call. You staying straight, Zach?
4: I can't call it, man. I'm doing good. <laughs>
13: Yeah, it's been a while. i enjoy it when you're in there. Hey, uh, guys, I was wanting to talk with y'all about the uh, overtime uh, rule change. I was going on a little late today. Have y'all, talked, uh, Did you catch uh, Steve's show today, guys, by any chance? It was really good.
4: I didn't get to listen today. I
13: didn't get to listen today. What about you,
4: Pat? Uh,
13: No. Okay. I was kind so of I busy. I to repetitive, but I wanted to get y'all to- – Okay, we're well, catching up here. Um, what re- recap for me on how y'all feel about the overtime rule? Really, you like it or you don't? The new, the where it is now. Oh, I don't like it at all.
0: Well, and I, haven't, I didn't like it twenty years ago. I mean, it hadn't changed. I mean, I know okay. they did make that one little change where if you score a touchdown, the game's over, which I think is even dumber. Just made it dumber. Um,
4: hey, turn your radio down, Cattleman. We can hear it.
13: Radio down, Kat, I'm on a landline. Oh, okay. okay. What land? <laughs> but, hey, Pat, uh, hey, I disagree with you. I disagree with you on that one, Pat. I, I kind of like the old uh, NFL overtime rule a lot. And, then, and like you said, they didn't really – well, they changed it, but if you score on that, a touchdown on that first possession – I mean, Josh uh, Allen never got to touch the ball still after this rule change, but I always liked knowing that the NFL usually gets it in that three-hour window. I kind of didn't mind an overtime sudden death situation, which I believe is exactly what it was. And um, you know you got to remember, if you're playing that 4 o'clock NFL game you know, on the East Coast, you've got local news, you've got national news, you've got 60 minutes out there. And the NFL, I think, likes a three-hour football game. And um, I think when you start talking about monkeying around and playing, I've heard suggestions playing another 15 minutes and all kinds of wild things. I think the NFL likes that three-hour window. And I admire that the NFL usually gets it done in three hours.
0: Well, uh, th- less and less. And I'll tell you, uh, that's one reason you see – Games starting at four twenty and stuff like that because they push so much advertising into those games that even their games are going longer than they used to go. So uh, now I look,
4: both teams should touch
0: the ball. Yeah, both teams need to touch the ball I, in in some manner, and that's that's what the way it's. I've always felt that way, and it's uh, well, that's
4: how it is in every other sport. Every
0: other sport, every other sport.
4: including college yeah, okay, football, yeah, a
13: little basketball, you guys, but I, I'm gonna. I'm going to just disagree with y'all on that one, guys. I think both teams touch the ball for four quarters. Defensive players matter as much as offensive players. I don't like in baseball, guys, sitting down and, you know after nine innings. Man, this game might go 15 innings. I'll, I'm about ready after three hours for the game to be over, personally.
4: No, I'm not against that. I'm, I'm not against that. There, yeah. I mean, I mean they could they put in some rule like they've done in college football, and after a while, I don't know what you'd go to go to and, a damn home run and, derby. Maybe
0: we yeah. could do that.
13: We'll do, let's do that. Little, and... And in the category of if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I didn't hear a whole lot of grumbler about the old overtime system. I know they did a little bit. No, Why you
0: did didn't then, the but now point? you're hearing Why? it like crazy because they yeah. wanted yeah, to yeah, no, see it, Josh Allen get yeah. the ball back.
13: Yeah, well, didn't work out, did it? Nope. Why did they monkey around with the extra point? What, what, what are we looking at, a 30-yard extra point now? Why'd they do that?
0: Because it just become a non-play. Nobody ever missed an extra point. Nobody, no extra points. Now you got to kick yeah. it further. You, there's, there's a lot more mi- extra points missed. They wanted to make it uh, a play that meant something mm-hmm. in the game. And it's and 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 now you saw this ball. with the Titans, which I totally disagree with that call. They scored early to pull to tie oh, the yeah. game up to six yeah. all and go for two because there was a penalty, so they got the ball on the one. The analytics tell you to go for two there. But the analytics aren't right. you don't know, they aren't telling you what part of the game you're in. Yeah. You needed to take a lead there. Yeah. Seven to six. You needed to take a lead, and that was a dumb call and by You Rick. needed that
4: point at, at the end.
0: Exactly.
13: Hey, hey one basketball thing, guys, I'll clear it out. By the way, though, Pat, it's been a non play if you call it that till you can miss one or have one block since the beginning of football. That just didn't change three years ago. It's always been a non play.
0: It's been this more a Yeah. nineteen fifty
13: five. Uh I mean, why well, they change it? I just don't get it. I
0: don't know. When guys are kicking straight on, they shanked a few.
13: Okay. Hey, one thing on basketball here, guys, I think it's worth backing off and looking at the rise of Bruce Pearl, guys. Got ran out of the sport for a bad barbecue and lying to the NCAA about it. Um, you know, uh, I know Mullen had a show calls and You know, he had to stay on campus. It's amazing to me how some of these guys get it hard. And guys like Calipari and Will Wade, nothing ever happens to them.
0: Well, I don't think Calipari is is a matter of cheating. It's where he is. I mean, he might have cheated at Memphis. I don't think. He no, cheated
13: Calipari's the biggest. Game. Calipari's the biggest biggest sleaze ball in the sport. But he, you know, used World, World Wide West all those years. He vacated two Final Fours, one at UMass, yeah, one at Memphis. But I, I think, think once he, he got
0: to Kentucky, he didn't two. have to do that anymore.
13: Well, no, 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 no. World Wide West. You know, you don't think Calipari was buying players at, at Kentucky? No, you think I you don't. Do. They
0: got nil now, now, man. Packed. Everybody's buying players everywhere.
13: Right, but what I'm saying is. Yeah, but, but, you know, Calipari, and I'm a Cal fan, but he's a sleazeball, and he had World Wide West doing all his business. Derrick Rose never took the ACT, guys. Nothing's ever happened to Calipari about that. But Bruce Pearl got (laughs)
4: blackballed. Throwing Derrick Rose under the bus on a Monday. Come on, man. Derrick Rose. That man's had enough injuries. Derrick Rose is
0: like 50 years old. You can't be knocking him now.
13: No. Well, I mean, I just, I just was th- saying, I'm a Bruce fan. I think it's amazing. He's number one. Uh, Auburn's number one for the first time ever. Yeah, but you, Bruce but you, you could, you could have right gave before. a shout
4: out to Bruce without throwing my man D. Rose under the bus. I know.
0: He got slammed.
13: <laughs> Derek Rose never took the ACT.
4: How do you know Derrick that?
13: Rose never I took don't the think ACT. you did either, Calvin.
0: you did Eric Bledsoe.
13: <laughs> no, I did. I did.
0: Well, okay, I good, I
13: good, good. The ACT, Pat. But but, I, but, but, bottom line, guys, I just think it's, it sucks how, like, my my guy Donnie Tindall got a ten year show called for academic fraud with some of these idiots, and I just think people... Will Wade, let's just go to Will Wade in the top ten, might win the SEC. He's won the SEC regular season. On FBI wiretapes, safety Pay players, not a damn thing's ever happened to him. Not a damn thing will, but look, we did to Bruce Pearl.
4: People don't like that, though. I'll tell you that. Will Wade is universally disliked outside of Baton Rouge in Louisiana.
13: Well, well you might not like Bruce Pearl either, but nope. he's a hell of a coach, and I think it's awesome. He's, he's a great one. coach. Y'all hang in there.
0: He's a great coach. I cat him doesn't mean he's a great person I mean I'm not a big fan of his I, I look his aunt, what he did what he did at Tennessee he if you if they catch you um, doing something illegal, then lying about it then trying to pressure people to lie about it, thats that means you've done stuff like that before It's not like an isolated incident <laughs> and then he goes to Auburn after the show cause and, and gets in trouble again and of course they blame it all on Chuck person. You know, but uh, look, uh, they got Jabari Smith to come to Auburn, Alabama.
4: You know what they say, Pat. A tiger doesn't change his stripes.
0: Nope, it, he does not, and uh, this one definitely did not as well.
4: He just coached the Tigers now.
0: Let's get uh, one more call in here before we take our final break. What's going on, Jack?
17: Hey, guys. talking about the overtime. You know, just wait till wait till we go from CBS over to ESPN. It's like okay, our game kicked off 30 minutes ago, but we're still watching Boston College play in Minnesota, and it's 88-3. Hmm. And then we're still waiting. And that that, that happens all the time with the SEC network and you know, on ESPN. We got to wait, wait, wait. Oh, you can watch you, you can watch the Gator game, uh, the Florida Kentucky game on Days of Our Life channel, channel 686. I mean, but wait wait till wait till the 3:30 game gets picked up on ESPN. That game won't start till 4:15. Every week,
0: well, the, I, that's, that's not going to be the prime game anymore.
17: Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be the prime time game like it is. I got a buddy of mine who I sent his son. He took me to Napa Valley. Great guy. He's a Lebanese Christian guy. And George, great guy, became a Gator fan. Sit, he and his son out shirts. Man, three thirty, the Gators on CBS, loves it. T- Texts me all the time out there from uh little south in San Francisco. Now you can't find the Gators because we're, we're we're taking all the money. But you could you you knew at three uh, you know West whatever time 3.30, 330 Eastern Standard Time the SEC was playing on CBS it's the only game in town well you know what we took all the money boys but you know what we're going to feel some pain when it comes to games
0: next year well, you know, when it, well, well when how, how is it different to game. have a primetime 730 ESPN game um, on 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 ESPN with the SEC than it is 330 game I mean, they're well, still because, going to have the games. But, 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 se-
11: well, well, again, Pat,
17: there's a lot of people in this country who still don't have cable.
0: Well, you I, know, there really I don't is. know any I mean, of them, but. Um,
17: well, I mean, there, there's still people that don't have cable.
0: So, well, I mean, a lot of people
17: don't have cable. They do streaming now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, though. Yeah, I know. But you know what I mean. Yeah. But you could always – you always knew there was no game before. There was no game after. It was the, it was the SEC on CBS at 3.30. And now we're just – reg- now the, 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 the prime time game is just a regular game. Who knows whatever ESPN may do it. No, we're, it's
0: going to be the primetime game. It's going to – whatever the game would have been at 3.30 is going to be the game at 7.30 now.
1: Probably you're right. No, it but is. Again, that's,
0: that's their plan. I know, I know. And then there'll be a We're three, miss there'll be a three thirty 30 game too. And it could be like, let's just say it's the, the primetime game is Florida, uh, LSU, but the three 30 game is Alabama, Arkansas. I, I, I have yeah, but, no problems but I, but with I, any of that.
17: I, I, you know, what my problem is, is the time it's going to be, your game will not start on time. You will miss part of your game because the it, games run over now. Like, like I, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Lord, I, I, I have to agree with the cattlemen. Uh, oh, God,
2: I need a defibrillator.
0: <laughs> hit me, hit me. Well, oh, here's Lord, the he, other thing. The, the bottom line of all this is yeah, you – Yeah, you
17: understand I'm saying that, Pat, you're, but ESPN now, a, a, every time, hey, Gators kick off at 7 o'clock on ESPN 2, guess what? It, every game runs over 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So you're missing Gator games if well, they don't have the ESPN
0: 35. I, I'm curious to find out how they're going to handle that. But, you know, the bottom line here – is the old contract with CBS paid fifty-five million a year? The new contract with the ESPN pays three hundred million a year, and that is why Florida can say, "You guys want steak? You want parking? You want new places? You want this? We're going to do it for you." I
17: understand everything. I know the economics. By the way, pray for me. I have a midterm finance class tonight. Uh, the count, the t- the clock is ticking. We can make it to April 29th. I will give up drinking. I'll give up cussing. I'll give up. Ah, uh, eh, you know what? I never give up taking the dollars because I mean they're selling nickels and quarters. Hey, 2022 the 121, the national championship bulldog football, the bulldog helmet, the bulldog disc. Hey, get your autograph picture, Ray Golf, Ray Golf, the this stuff. I'm paying for Coach Dooley and Coach Rick and Coach Don, and I'm like, it's like y'all, y'all, it, 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 it like right now. It's hell up here in well, the gator in Georgia.
0: That's why we live in Florida.
17: God bless <laughs> you. I wish I I wish I'd have married a Florida girl. God bless you guys. Gator. <laughs> by the way, hey, by the way, Zach, Perkins is a gator. All
0: right. There you go. Is you that is that a scoop? Is that a scoop like the uh Derek Rose? Oh, never I mean, took, listen, never he took he could SAT? He
4: could definitely be a gator now, but
0: we're getting scoops from everywhere. We gotta get a break though. That's what we gotta get it do. We'll take that break. We'll come back. Uh, hold on the line, Gator Mike. We'll get to you. When we come back, you are listening to the Tailgate. Second hour sponsored by Melden Law. They won't back down on ESPN, one FM and 850 AM WRUF.
2: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN, one FM, 850 AM WRUF.
5: Good afternoon. I'm Tori Edwards. The Florida men's basketball team is back in action tonight as the Gators will travel to go head-to-head with Ole Miss. Florida will look to build on their three game win streak after a dominant 61-42 win over Vanderbilt this past weekend to push the Gators to 3-3 in SEC play. You can listen to live coverage of that game right here at 625. There's a slate of local high school basketball games tipping off tonight. In girls basketball, Branford welcomes Dixie County, Chiefland plays Newberry, Cedar Key travels to Fort White, and Wilson faces Ocala Vanguard. In boys hoops, Newberry hosts Chieflin, Dixie County faces Branford and Bronson will battle it out with St. Francis. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tori Edwards.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. The best new cars make the best-used
10: cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later-model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shove the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like-new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional
2: Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me.
8: This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
4: Happy New Year! Hi,
0: this is Tom Collette. What's your New Year's resolution? I've got an idea for you. Resolve to be smart in 2022. Let the pros at Electronics World help you get smart with your electronics for your home and office. Network Wi-Fi, audio-video, home theater, outdoor entertainment lights, locks, thermostats, surveillance, and more that you can control and monitor with just one app. To find out more, please visit us at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net.
7: We're
2: proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff
17: Cardoza and Pat Doola right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50
4: AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world. You like the Gators tonight,
0: Pat? Uh, nah, nah, well, I don't dislike them. Uh, Ole Miss, I watched Ole Miss. I've watched a lot of Ole Miss games, but I watch a lot of SEC. I'm an SEC nut. I watched their game against Mississippi State, and they are right in it, and then they got blown out at the end of the game, and that game was at Mississippi State. They're a better team at home. Uh, Florida's, both teams, you know, like Florida, Florida will use the, well, We, you know, the quick turnaround thing. But mm-hmm. Mississippi had the same turnaround, yeah, and they were on the road. Although they went to go, but it's far. just
4: man, I just when they when I when you heard Castleton's out, you just you you, you thought potentially could be the worst for this team. And credit to them, man, they won back to back. I
0: I think the opposition certainly helped on Saturday, and I think no doubt they played at a, a level that uh, they they made shots they probably won't make again this year. Uh, at that, well, like, when I, And I said the same and, thing like
4: DeRuji when he went off against Mississippi State. I mean, that's he's what I'm up, saying. Now. Now, Mississippi, State,
0: Mississippi State, Florida played a different level. Yeah. And, and were shot at a different level. And sometimes you see the ball go in. Next guy shoots. He, it goes in. They, they, It's contagious. Let's get to Gator Mike as our last call of the day. What's going on, Gator Mike?
6: Hey, I'll try to make it quick. It's been a minute since I've called in. I've had this, like, door detection thingy. Anyway, uh... As far as the last color goes, the reason a lot of people don't have cable is because if you have the computer and you know what you're doing, you can get anything you want on the internet absolutely free. So so that's why people don't have cable. The channel won't be an issue because even if I didn't pay for YouTube TV, I would just go on my computer and it's so easy to just, you know, I'm not going to say it on the air, but you know what I mean.
0: I don't want to live in a world where I don't have ESPN.
4: Oh, I can't. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, man. I get the ESPN I mean, plus all that scenario, stuff. I
6: can always find it at, at some live stream, you know, deep in the part of the internet where, you know, folks who don't know what they're doing will download a bunch of viruses.
4: Yeah. But, see, I don't go there. I just pay, but um,
6: yeah, no, I do too. I, I only use that in emergencies, but, uh, Hey, listen, we better win tonight because we're not going to beat Tennessee on two days rest. And Oklahoma State's been playing some really good basketball lately. So this could turn into a really bad week if we don't win tonight. Well, and that's so. the
0: thing. The, the, we kn- the the three game stretch they had that was ridiculous, and they lost all three games. And they did, but they didn't play any good in any of those games. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously the game where they they gave up twenty rebounds and twenty miss yeah. twenty okay. rebounds and 20, twenty turnovers, twenty turnovers. Yeah, twenty offensive rebounds. Was, is that Alabama? Yeah, I think? forty yeah.
4: forty possessions.
0: And, uh, yeah. yeah, that was brutal. So I mean, they've they they've gotten better and they're getting better, and that has been something we've seen with uh, Mike White's teams as they get better as the year well, goes and on. And
4: then Jatobo being in shape, he's, and then and then Reeves, you know, being the guy that wow. everybody thought he could be.
0: Yeah, he's he's been a, a huge factor. And again, you don't have to score twenty five. You just got to score. Ten or well, nine. You I know, mean,
4: Jatobo played twenty-seven minutes the other night, and that was just. I mean, oh, he was, have, his great. his previous career high was sixteen. So, that's I mean, how
0: you get a career high in rebounds. You play a career high in minutes. Yeah. yeah. So they well, yeah, well, and like, that's a bad rebounding team again. Like I'm just not. I'm not sold on that being a great win, but it was a win. And you know me, my philosophy: win by one. In the when I, you're playing, I, I tell you what, though, basketball.
4: Tune just needs to borrow like twenty pounds from Jatobo, and then he'd be set. I mean, he and Jato were like the opposite ends of the spectrum they when they check in for each other. It's, it's crazy.
6: Funny, yeah, they, my dad called him Manute, the tune guy. Uh, he calls him yeah. Well, so well, Manute
4: has about a foot on him. But <laughs> they yeah. tweeted they tweeted out an edit of him when they won the game of his slam the other day, and I quote tweeted and said, "Tune Squad." <laughs>
6: yeah, that's pretty good. Hey, one final thought, and then I'll get off. All right, we got you. Got
4: twenty seconds.
6: Okay, I don't know why anyone follows recruiting other than the day after the two signing days. It is so dumb. It's what everyone wants you to do to get all of these kids this clout. I don't care what teenagers do for clout or how many times they change their mind. Just tell me whose names are on the paper the day after signing day. Thanks for taking my call. All right,
0: thanks, Gator Mike. Well, I'm kind of in that same boat, but I do still follow it enough to know.
4: Hey, I, I love it the recruiting is- out there because they pay the bills, baby. Oh,
0: exactly. And that's it's became it became a cottage industry, and then it became... Like,
4: the third season, you know. Well, and now with the transfer portal, that's like the, a yep. whole nother recruiting industry. All
0: right, we have got to get out of here. Uh, appreciate Zach for coming in. And uh, tomorrow, Robbie Andrew. Until then. Robbie. I'm Pat Dooley saying I'm deep, I'm way back, and I am out of here.
2: 981 FM, 850
11: AM, WRUF. I was in a truck accident because of the accident that resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey.
9: Melden Law where you matter most offices in Gainesville and Ocala